Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Balsack, the Jaws of Death. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, when I was a kid, I thought having a bonsai tree would be the coolest thing in the world. It just looked neat, and I wanted to groom it or whatever it's called. I saw Karate Kid, and that's what I wanted to do. But having spoken to this week's guest, I'm kind of glad I didn't because it probably could have ruined my entire life. neighbors we are finally in october uh we got some fun stuff coming up for halloween we are very much looking forward to nate and i are going to put that stuff out soon and stick around after the show to hear a couple of special words about some friends but this afternoon i am sitting here with rj city hi buddy hey thanks for doing this man no problem I'm, can i can i do the horrible thing that everyone does on every podcast absolutely. where they go uh Oh, are we are we starting now? Is that just it? <laughs> yeah, 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 do it. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're starting now. Is yes, we are. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna go and then we'll see. Just what talk. Say whatever you want. Yeah, just start talking. Yeah, I love that. It's great. Yeah. It really pulls we... me into how authentic everyone is. Right. Yeah, with a microphone in my face. Didn't know it was gonna happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, dude, this is so great. Thank you for coming by and doing this. I'm so no glad this problem. worked out. Um, you're in town for a little while, yeah. I'm in town for a little while. I like it here. It's fun. Normally, we do. We try to do it in Chicago, but we're here in Michigan. Yeah. In Plymouth. In gloomy. It's gloomy, very gloomy out. Gloomy In the day. It's not yeah. even, what? It's 1230? It's very it's gloomy. almost one, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, and our social circles have been slowly bringing us together at various points. I am so happy that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, he knows these people? Okay. Well, we were talking before. You know Nug. I know Nug very well. And we did a fun show with Nug in Toronto, and you yeah, have a fun I, story. Yeah, I, whatever. It was a great episode. Yeah, I was, yeah. And it was so good <laughs> that I feel like I need to go on record yeah. on this show and uh, let it be known that I'm the one who came up with the premise that he play the agent to the Phantom of the Opera. Son of a bitch, didn't even tell me. What um, and if he disputes that, I'll scroll back and I'll find <laughs> the text message. Um and then we listened to it right after it happened. I was like, oh, great. That's that's cool. And then this happened. And you guys asked me to do this. I'm like, great. I could be the agent to the... Oh, no. <laughs> I really... Uh, never give your friends your best ideas. No, I think it's the moral here. Yeah. Um, so I was very distraught for a while because I'm a big phantom guy. Yeah. I also saw... I don't even know if you know about this, that there is a sequel to The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. What is, it's it, called Love Never Dies. That's right. Yes, yes. And I saw it in Michigan, in Detroit, actually. And it is, you know, uh, there's an old show business frame of phrase. It's a, a flaming pile of shit. There's <laughs> no the other way. What is the premise of Love Never Dies? The premise is the at the end of the first one, the Phantom faked his own death. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Everyone thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah. Moves to Coney Island. So we're okay. we're in trouble already. Sure. Um That's where the warriors live. Yes. Yeah. Uh to curate a freak show. Okay. Okay. Which is just an excuse to do like uh one musical number with a bunch of freaks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then lures Christine there. And it turns out Raul is now a bitter drunk 
and not as handsome as everyone used to think he was. <laughs> He's all fat and bloated. And Christine has, uh, Christina Raul have a little boy, and his name is Gustav. Okay. And he conspicuously can play the organ very well. Get out of here. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. It's like an episode of Maury, in a sense. <laughs> And the, my biggest gripe is that they do none of the original songs, but they tease them. Oh, like, yeah, that's you the know, worst. you know, you want this song. Feels like going to like a new Paul McCartney concert. <laughs> I saw Paul McCartney in Chicago. Yeah, and he was great. But whenever the new stuff came up, there was like a mass exodus. To the yeah, bathroom. I feel like everyone's like, uh, you know, I'm gonna do Hey Jude, and everyone's like, Yeah, and it's like, but first something of my new, and then you just hear everyone go like, God, yeah. <laughs> The drummer's good. I think he, the drummer's great. doing a great job. That guy's great. So his whole band is really good. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I didn't. I I knew about Love Never Dies, but I had no idea what the premise was. Or yeah, because you think that's got to be a lock. Andrew Lloyd sure. Webber's doing the whole deal, but yeah. it's that bad that even he could not really get it off the ground. That's incredible. Was yeah. Phantom? I I guess was that like your big like intro into horror? Are you a horror fan at all? As a yeah, I am a horror fan, but like. Uh, weird stuff. Yeah. I'm. A, it seems like modern horror, like for the past fifteen years, just has uh, monsters that can unhinge their mouths very widely. <laughs> I could think of like a <laughs> yeah, dozen yeah, yeah, yeah. in my head, and I'm like, why is yeah. this the thing? Yeah. I always see it in every trailer. Yep. It's like normal stuff, and then fast cuts, fast cuts, fast cuts, and then you see one like raw, yeah. like unhinging. Like, yep. are, why are we still afraid of this? <laughs> it's very weird, but I don't think it does anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a big phantom. I saw it on Broadway like 10 times in, uh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, on Broadway, on Broadway in New York, that okay. Broadway, the one and only. <laughs> yes. And then the black and white film is amazing. Yeah. It's really, really Watch good. It, yeah. It's better than it has any right to be. It's crazy how big the budget is. They do a yeah. bunch of, it's more than you think. I have to go back and rewatch it. It's definitely like worth. I was watch. obsessed with it when I was a kid because it was at. The Pantages Theater yes. in Toronto. Yes. So for tickets called two 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 two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was I was obsessed with it in, in uh, Mr. McClosey's art class in elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> like because he had he would have papers and stuff to do projects, and there were always like a, a phantom ad in there. And I loved uh, the soundtrack, and he scared the hell out of me. Yes, it's terrifying. Like, yeah, I, I was I the phantom it. in in kindergarten for Halloween. That's a great costume. Yeah, my grandmother painted it on my face. So, the mask? Yeah, because I think right. I was too young. There maybe might have been a no mask rule because we were okay. very young and the string and the, you know, suffocation. Yeah. Well, you'd be out in the dark. And, you know, yeah, yeah, but I had, a you know, a fedora and a cane and all the <laughs> oh, kids were like, awesome. what, what is this guy doing? That's great. Um, but I'm into like weirder uh, horror. I wouldn't even say horror. I, like science fiction-y. There was one called Coherence that yeah. was very weird. It's about a dinner party and a meteor is flying over the house as it happens and then weird things start happening. Yeah, I know of it. I have not seen it, but I know oh, of it. It's so good. Uh, did you see Upgrade? No. I, somebody was just talking, like they say it's great. It's about a guy who literally upgrades and becomes some sort of killer in Ooh, the process. I like, like that. Like, I think yeah, computer upgrades or whatever. And speaking of Toronto, have yeah. you seen Enemy? With Jake Gyllenhaal? No. You need to see it. It's it's okay. creepy and makes it's on a level uh, mentally that's higher than me, I'm sure. So I had to do some reading afterwards, and I understood. <laughs> but it's explicitly filmed in Toronto, which is like, 
hilarious. That's awesome. It's just weird to see. I think the last thing I saw with him was, um, oh Lord, what's the one where he's the Nightwatch? No, yes, Nightcrawler. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I was in a. I guess you could call it a horror movie. And if you do tell, if you gentlemen are into prescription medication, I I would suggest you overdose on that before watching this. <laughs> it's called Monster Brawl. Okay. And the premise is a wrestling pay per view of classic monsters. That's incredible. So I I am in it. I play the Wolfman yes. and the Mummy. Yes. On commentary is Dave Foley. Okay. And Art Hindle. Yeah. He was in, I think, Black Christmas and Yeah, yeah. And who else is in it? Kevin Nash is in it. Kurgan, you Detroit's know Kurgan. Own. Yes. I know Kurgan. Yes. Man. Kurgan's in it. Herb Dean, the ref with the dreadlocks from UFC. Uh, so it's quite uh, an eclectic. That's incredible. Yeah, and it's exactly what you would expect when I say it's a pay per view of monsters wrestling. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> You're not bearing the lead at all. Man. No, that's what it is. Yeah, Kevin Nash is. I think I went to high school with his cousin. Oh, I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, but every Tuesday, this kid Jeff would come in, and he was on his phone, and he said he was texting Kevin Nash after all the NWO stuff. So I want to believe it. But I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, Nash is a great friend. I enjoy wrestling with him. And yeah. we enjoy talking about old Hollywood backstage. A couple of pals of ours have worked with him. They say he's a great dude. He's great. He's yeah. so funny. And he's yeah. so smart. And it's very underrated. And we enjoyed... Uh, I Last time we wrestled, we talked about the rumor that... Yeah, I don't know if I'm you know telling tales out of school here. Please but do. Cesar Romero allegedly claimed to have blown Desi Arnaz. Um, but not in a gay way. No. Just at like men admiring men, like out of respect. Right. So the catchphrase I have with Nash is like, hey, respect. <laughs> I respect you. That's totally not in a gay way. It's like if speaking to Paul McCartney when you found out that he and Lennon were beating off together. Yes. Well, yeah. I think about when Bowie said he had sex with Mick Jagger. Yeah. And I don't think it's a, because uh, at that point, I'm like, who is. Who are you going to have sex with other than who's in your league right. when you're David Bowie other than Mick Jagger at that point? And I feel like at that point, I could be wrong, but I don't think it had anything to do with sexuality. They were probably just bored. Yeah, like, of course. And they're probably yeah. like, oh, we'll get a good album out of this. Don't worry. <laughs> totally. just, just do this. And then if you're uncomfortable, write something down. <laughs> I'm sure it'll turn into something good. Don't and worry about I it. I probably fostered some great hits. Yeah. Nash is a Trenton guy, right? Is he from Trenton? I believe so. Okay. He's in this whatever. Yeah. Hip area. It's so funny, the, the small little Metro Detroit world of wrestling that we've now come into contact with. Yes. it's. I mean, Nate and I were talking about it, too, because I, I love wrestling, always have horror and comedy. We were talking about it before, and the fact that we've been able to come together with it a little bit is really cool. And I was thinking about this on the way over. Horror and wrestling, I loved, and this is so corny, but like, the Undertaker and yeah. Papa Shango growing yes. up. Did any of that stuff ever resonate with you? Did you love? I that was a stuff? huge. I was the first wrestling show, so I was too nervous to uh, stay front row for the Undertaker's entrance. Sure, I was, he's I was so young. Yeah. Similar to the Phantom of the Opera, there's that darkness thing, right. and he had the Phantom of the Opera mask. Mm -hmm. There's always an intersection of this is. I know this is really stupid, but I I want to have fun, so I'm going to let my guard down, of course, and enjoy this. Yeah, so. There was some some like creepy stuff. Papa Shango was very creepy as a, as a kid. Yeah, 
Uh, Kamala was very creepy. Yes, he was. That was just weird. It was just weird. Yeah. And I was like, are you? There was just always an extra step of, are you a real person? (laughs) Are you, do you do this when the camera shuts off? Because I can buy it. Sure. For a little bit. He played that role very well. Yeah. I don't get into too much creepy business. No. When I wrestle. No. No. I'm a little more of a realist. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, I'm a more of a, really, is this what we're doing? <laughs> are we still, are we yelling? We're going to yell? Okay. I, you know what? My father came to a show last week, two weeks ago. He said that I was the only person that he could understand on the microphone. That's. Because I had the good sense to lower my voice because it's a microphone and it amplifies you're so yelling into it. You're a performer, RJ. That's why. Yeah, you I know mean, what you're doing. But, but that's just logic, though. That's not some like <laughs> secret Stanislavski uh, trick. That's There's just a like, trick. Don't yell into the microphone. Yes. Um. So I like to bring a some small air of intelligence. You've been pretty busy, man. Uh, so can you? Do you mind talking Go about ahead. the all in? show in chicago i mean yeah like that was huge yeah i wasn't on that show right right i know but like you were you were i was there at starcast and then uh the day after uh david arquette and i teamed outside of chicago please talk about that as like an after party so it was uh, it was uh it was our first teaming together and uh he got this gear made and it was very too many patterns all over the place (laughs) and i hated it i hated the gear um, and he had these capes and I was just like, all right. He's just like, this is what I want. I'm like, okay. And it's not hard. I mean, the character is, is me hating David and it was not very hard to do <laughs> under that circumstance. And of course he had streamers and true to Chicago. It was a small nod. We came out to the theme from perfect strangers. Excellent. Um, and it was so easy. He's such a joyous, pure, innocent 12 year old boy that it's really not hard to be the charles groden to his martin short (laughs) it's not hard at all um and then miraculously he does like it's weird i wrestled him once we teamed together we're teaming uh again next week and then again in the end of october and every time we wrestled, it's been better than it should have any right being. That's incredible. And I go in. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one working on a group marketing project, putting it together. <laughs> and then it comes out, and it's, it is almost successful against my best efforts. <laughs> so, in spite of itself, it's yeah, successful. And yeah, and my, my personal hell is that I have to team with this guy again oh, and you... again and again, and that people like it. You're a good, you're a good soul. Thank you. <laughs> So at least how in the world did you get hooked up with him? Uh, by shitting on him on Twitter. I think that's uh, you know, whatever. He followed me. He started. I feel like he was jumping on a lot of my tweets. I like to tweet a lot of jokes, and then he was re. He would respond to them, but he would just basically restate the punchline in his own (laughs) words, (laughs) and it's unfair. And then because he's has more followers than me, people would like his, and like this is unfair that he's he's getting more likes. Jokes, man. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So can um, I shit on him too? Is that okay? Like we're gonna I guess you can him. shit on him. I mean, we're not shitting on him. We're just pointing out that his underhanded tactics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then it turned into this whole thing, and then I, I jokingly challenged him, and obviously he had some time on his calendar, and he was game, uh, game to get in the ring and, and train. 
And to his credit, he took quite an ass kicking, and yeah. I uh, gave him a black eye with my finishing move. I don't know if you gentlemen are f- familiar with my finishing move. Oh well, please tell the people. Uh, I pulled down uh, my knee pad, revealing a picture of B. Arthur, and the <laughs> yes. finishing move is known as Knee Arthur. So I popped them up and I hit them in the face, and I gave him a legitimate black eye. That's so. very cool. And as you know, speaking of old Hollywood, she hated Betty White. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a there's a clip on YouTube of Rue McClanahan speaking at Bede's memorial and tells a story of the time that uh, B called Betty the C-word. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it's there. It's her own words. I'll have to watch that. There was that weird resurgence of Betty White for a little while. Like- to me, she is almost like Tony Bennett, where it's like, are yeah. you good because you're good, or are you good because you're the only one still alive? <laughs> I don't know. It's great that he's still alive. Yeah. Good, but I think it's skewing your... Right. You know? Is this an episode of Survivor that I'm in? Every Yeah, the, the fan petition to get her to host SNL, and then she was on, I think, was it Conan or Fallon, where they put her behind a, uh, a clear plastic thing where, like, throwing eggs at her or something like that. It was very... Felt very forced. I feel like she's got to be very cunning and very game behind the scenes. I She's probably... Yeah, she's probably a shark. Yeah. Let's do this Fallon kid. <laughs> it would be good. Let's do it and just whatever. Yeah. Let's cash in while we can. Yeah, it's working for her. Uh, did you see the Robert England fan of the opera? Uh, okay, I haven't seen the full thing. Okay. Uh, but I, I watched clips. There's a, there's, there's a Claude Rains one. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, there was a cartoon I watched as a kid. Really? And then, of course, there's Phantom of the Paradise. Yes, yes, I so, do that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like watching the reveals and comparing the masks and yeah. the hideous faces. I worked at a blockbuster in Allen Park, and we had that horror section. There, that VHS copy was was him, and it was like, I believe he's like hunched over, yeah. and like you can see just part of it. It scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. And I love Robert England. My issue with the, when Gerard Butler played him, is that, not, I mean, not only did he yell instead of sing, sounds like a few wrestlers I know. <laughs> But also that, like, with the mask on, kind of fuckable. Like, I don't get, I prefer my Phantom to be an old guy yeah. who's creepy, mm. period. Right, he should not be attractive. Right, because if not, I mean, if you outweigh, like, him versus Raul, he's a musician, he's yeah. a composer, he's an architect, he built a system of gondolas, Right, and you're going to go out with this Raul guy? Tell him to keep the mask on. What's I, the big fucking deal? He's so handsome with the thing on. Yeah, I now that you say that, there he does have a lot going for him. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, you know, I love the whole thing of not only are you, yeah, your face is disfigured or whatever, but you're also old and creepy yeah. and you're socially awkward. Yeah. 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 I don't like that. Now that you said that, I don't like him. He doesn't need to be attractive. Which is why Lon Chaney was so. Right. Oh, my. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That is some reveal. That still terrifies me. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I um, may go to Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, yeah. I went last year. Uh, I have to have a shield of people around me okay. to get through the houses. Really? Yeah. I'm just afraid of darkness. My imagination is worse than anything you could throw at me. So yeah. just shut the lights off and like you've won. <laughs> just a regular house with a dark room. Yeah. 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 So I have to uh, watch the walkthroughs first. Okay. To prepare myself. And there's a Universal Monsters one. And uh, the original uh, Phantom of the Opera looking guy is in there. I really want to go to the Rob Zombie one, I think they do it Universal, I think is where they do yes. it. Yes. And since it is October, gross or Grozeal. 
yeah has their big haunted house and i went there as a kid and if it's still there like it had part of the the ceiling would start to like angle down right so you had to like crawl through and that really bothered me yeah that terrified me more than any of the yes the, the ghouls that were in there's there. one around here called hush oh yeah, yeah and i always pass it saying hush and now i just pass it and it has a lineup of people yeah and i'm like but those private ones creep me out yeah i don't trust anyone in this neighborhood to hold my coat <laughs> let alone walk through their haunted house yeah no that's that seems way out of bounds yeah well, RJ, you're the best for doing this, man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Lewis. This week's episode is brought to you by horror streaming service Shudder.com. You can check out all kinds of spooky things on Shudder, but be sure to check out their exclusive film, Revenge, and also the former sci-fi series now exclusively on Shudder Channel Zero. Make sure you go to Shudder.com and use the promo code NEIGHBORS for a one-month free subscription to check out all the spooktaculars I have on that site. That's Shudder.com, promo code NEIGHBORS. And now, back to the show. Good. Are you good, man? Can I'm I... great. Anything I'm else? I'm fine. No, no. Okay. I mean, I'm fine. I'm not great. Okay. Well, But uh, I'm good. I'm content. Great. Are we all content? I, I think so. I'm feeling pretty good. Then content. Let's, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming by and doing this. Okay. Uh, I need to ask, could you find the place okay? Yeah. I mean, I find it okay. Okay. I don't know if I found it okay, but I find it okay. Now that I'm here, as I find it, <laughs> Yeah. it's okay. Well, good. I'm glad. We do our best. We try to, you know make it as as welcoming as possible okay so, yeah all right uh well i'm uh lewis yes uh hi thanks for coming by oh uh, yes uh you have quite the story yeah i mean i don't know if i have quite the story mm-hmm. but i have a story it's i'm pretty fascinated with it and i'm absolutely i can't wait to to find out more about i guess you and what happened or didn't happen, I guess, is the, well, the right term. I mean, as you know, uh, I worked for the telephone company yeah. for a good 35 years. Uh, Skid Row was a neighborhood I would frequent. Okay. Uh, not a neighborhood I was too interested in living in, although I did for a time for certain reasons that would perhaps be on my control. Anything you'd like to share or no? No. Okay. Not right now. Sure. I mean, as the story goes, okay. I feel like you would, you know. I feel like you're pushing me out of order. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to do and that. And if this is your story, then you can go ahead and tell it. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, we're, we're, we, you know, telephone company, Skid Row, familiar with the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, walking through. I, I Okay. God. Okay. At the time, I was dating a woman named Philomena. Lovely name. And she was living in the neighborhood, and I was living with her. I was between dwellings myself, so I figured I'd live with her. Yeah. So I'm walking around the neighborhood. There is a shop, Mushniks, mm-hmm. flowers or whatever it is, botany, whatever you know, name yeah. they call themselves. And I walk in, and there's this, um, there's this plant there. It's like a face. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like a face with leaves. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. weird. You know, hey, what is this? There's a guy behind the bookish. Guy was bookish. Okay. Uh, and he's telling me, oh, there was an eclipse. And there was a Chinese guy selling plants, and then he gave it to me for the for a dollar ninety five. But it's got a face on it, and I'm like, yeah, that's weird, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
so tells me this whole story, regales me with the whole really a song and dance. That's yeah, yeah, that'd be annoying a little bit, yeah. And so I said, uh, Great, I'm sold. How much is it? And he said, It's not for sale. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. He's selling me, trying to sell me on plant, right? Give me this whole song and dance rigmarole, right? I'm interested. The, oh, by the way, the plant has a face on it, uh, uh, yeah. I want it. And so he's like, let me go in the back, talks with this old guy and this girl with the with a bob. Still a weird hairstyle. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Because then when they nod, then they stop nodding and their hair is still nodding. Right. So anyway, they're like, okay, $120. I said, ah, are you out of your mind? He's telling you he bought it for two mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, I right. And what is the markup up here? Yeah, yeah, because there was an eclipse. Right. I, didn't, I didn't block out the sun. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. So go back and forth. And I said, honestly, no, I'm not going to pay. No, it's I, too much money for that. And you be, you're basically, you know, screwing me up front in front of my face. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, so I was like, all right. I looked around the shop and they said, but no, no, this is a very special plant. He's still selling you on it. Yeah. Okay. He won't stop talking about it. It's so special. It's like magical. It's whatever from the time. like, right. Okay. Sure. I've fallen for this before. I have a bunch of Lincoln Logs at home that I haven't even opened. Okay. You know? Uh, so anyway, I'm like looking around the store. Next to it, there's a plant that like kind of has a face in it. Were you looking for a plant with a face? Or Once just... you see a plant with the face on it, you're not gonna you kind of want to get a plant with the face on it. Like <laughs> right, the right. cat is out of the bag. Yeah. Plants have faces. Like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking around and I saw one that kind of... Kind of like a Winston Churchill, like a scrunched up. Okay. Like if you looked at it, you know, if you, uh, there's a face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the plant had a face, but there was a face in the plant. Gotcha. If you looked at it, if you, if, yeah. if in your mind you pre-programmed looking for a face. Okay. You would see a face. You could see it in there. But if you walked in just looking at a plant, you would not see the face. Gotcha. Which is a problem I had, of course, with Philomena. Um, so at any rate, I said, well, what about... This one here, it kind of has a, you know, and like, oh, that one, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 that's totally special too. Uh, oh, give see, me, that's... give me three dollars. I was like, three dollars is reasonable from two hundred dollars, right? I'm saying, are you sure this is special and has all the ba ba ba, the eclipse? And they're like, yeah, it was an eclipse. It's a plant. It's probably, you know, right. it's got a face. It's got to be special. Yeah. So you know, hoping, hoping, I, I'll get it. So I had the, the three dollars, whatever it was. 350 maybe uh-huh. it was even 350 so I, I took it home uh give it to philomena you know yeah because she wants plants and it's nice to every yeah. girl likes a plant as i understand it they say roses but the roses are already cut they're gone do you want a plant you want some soil some dirt you yeah know? some to life sh- to it a little yeah, bit. yeah to show a girl like this is uh that i'm fertile <laughs> you know that yeah. kind of thing yeah. whatever they you know uh, uh, similes and so on. Right. Uh, so anyway, I brought it to her. Honey, look at this. It's got a, f- a face in it. She can't see the face. I can see the face. Oh, she says, no. I'm I'm gaslighting. You know, I'm gaslighting her because I'm saying, what's the matter? You can't see the face. Yeah, that's a, that's a jump, huh? And there's a part of me that goes, I don't need this in my life. You know what I mean? I have yeah. enough stresses. Yeah. I have problems just as you have problems. You work at the phone company. 
I do work at the phone That's company. A lot it's of work. not easy. There's yeah. a lot of crouching and then extending and then going down and going up. You know, I don't want to get into the specifics right now, but, but there's it takes a lot a of toll moving around. Yeah. There's a lot of wires. Right. Look above you. Wires, <laughs> wires, wires, wires. I don't get there by an eclipse. No. That's for sure. So uh, her and I decided to take a break. Okay. Yeah. On account of me calling her a fucking pain in my ass. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> Okay, I can see that. You know, yeah. Um, had this been building up for a while, or was it the plant was the inciting incident? Like, had that? It, I guess, it had been looking back. Okay, because there were certain times when I would, you know, make some toast. Sure. And say, look, oh my god, doesn't that kind of look? I put some jam on it. Doesn't that look like Ernie Kovacs? <laughs> yeah. And she would say, we adding mine. I said, no, no, that's Ernie Kovacs right in that toast. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it. So there had been a common thread. Of her not seeing what I am seeing in more ways than one. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I. So we decided to take a break. Okay. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I had to move into my own place outside of, of Skid Row. Skid, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called Scat Row. It's a jazz neighborhood. <laughs> oh, I love jazz. Yeah. Uh, it's hipper. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 on the up and up. They're gentrifying. They're trying to move the people out. Okay. And then you know, right. I would say I'm one of the better people moving in. Gotcha. gotcha. It's just my opinion. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm yeah, fine. Right. Well, we all. But like the ourselves. jazz is nice. Jazz and you know yeah. they play it all in the afternoons on the streets. It's fine. So I got this plant now. Then all of a sudden I'm listening on the radio. This schmuck guy oh, from yeah. the flower place. This Seymour guy. Yeah. I got this plant with the face. And it's getting bigger, and everybody loves the plant. And they're going, this is great. Yeah. Everybody got to come see this plant. And now I'm looking at this, my plant. What yeah. is this face? I got to look to see the face. It's not even doing anything. It's, it's just certainly kinda... not getting bigger. Right. If it's anything, sitting it's, there. It's wilting a little. Yeah. You know, the watering is fine, but it's just I'm keeping it content, much like me. Right. I feel like it's in suspended animation. It's not doing anything. Right, yeah. And they're going, but you got to see this plant. Blah, 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 blah. It's called Audrey 2. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, all right, maybe the problem is I'm not naming it. You got to name it if it has a face. You know, Why you can't would you put a name that? to the face, they say. So maybe I have to put a name to the face. Right. And then it'll grow or whatever. So Audrey 2, I decided to call this uh, Philomena 4 because, and this is where I'm kind of backtracking, my last three girlfriends were named Philomena. <laughs> Was unrelated, that, whatever. That was totally it's unrelated. Fine. It's in neighborhood. A lot of Philadelphia. That was in like a popular name. Okay. Like I know like eight Sean's. <laughs> sure. Two. So in a sense, it's not unusual. Okay. Uh made it easier for me as far as <laughs> reusing engraved items. Sure, yeah. Made it very easy. It's nice to say to a girl, hey, I got towels at home with your name on them. You know, that's a good yeah. line. A girls like towels. Well, yeah. yeah. For what? Not even to pat or to dry. Just no, to hang and just, go. They're nice. Like, they're nice to look at. Yeah, my name, you know, baby, I got a towel with your name on it. <laughs> Literally. Then they go, hi, hey, you're a funny guy. And they come back and they go, wow, obviously you're taking this seriously. Yeah. It shows them you're committed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so Philomena 4, which okay. is a very long name. We shortened it to Phil. Okay. 
just drop the Mina Four. Just it's just Phil. Yeah, well, I mean, in formal settings like this, obviously Mina Four, you're getting Mina Four, but right for the purpose of you know being succinct, it's Phil. Okay, because it certainly was a Phil to me. Yeah, didn't have the the allure and the zest of my previous three Philomenas. I can tell you that. Right. And you know, he's getting this guy's getting famous. He's saying, oh, it eats this, it moves, and then all of a sudden, apparently, the rumors in the neighborhood, because, you know, it would, from Skid Row to Scat Row, you would hear rumbling. Sure. They would talk about the people in Skid. I imagine word travels fast. You yeah, know, and it's yeah. only a couple blocks down from right. Skid to Scat, so. Uh, what happened was, they say, you know, this plant starts eating uh, uh, meat. It likes to eat meat. Yeah. So I'm throwing, you know, pork loins at this thing. Super sod, whatever you want. I'm throwing all kind of man, spending all this money at the butcher. I'm getting nothing. Okay. And then okay. it says, oh, apparently likes to eat human, human blood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now I'm thinking, well, you know, what do I got to do? I got to do something. Okay. Oh, you know? yeah. You know? So there goes. That's why there, I know you have been looking at it. There's no like ring toe. On my I left foot, been, do they call it the ring toe? I think I've heard people say it like, "Is that. that what it is?" Yeah, it's I, not the ind. I mean, nobody says index toe. No, I don't think so. I think you're right. I think ring toe. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody also, say you say like big toe, but you don't say big finger. Big you toe, call it thumb. Yeah, pinky toe, thumb toe, yeah, thumb toe. Whatever. The one that should be next to the pinky is not there. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. Um. Put it in the in the you know tried to shove it in the face's mouth. Okay. You know nothing. I'm did like, you cut it off before, or did you have your foot and then just shove it into the plant's face? I did at the beginning, gotcha. shoving it in its face. Yeah. Come on. And I was, like, antagonizing it. Come on, you piece of shit. Right. You loser. Right, right, well, right. Look at all the other plants with yeah. the big faces on it doing things. You're doing nothing. Right. You're do- I would yeah. spit at you it. spit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's what you do in Skid Row and in Scott Row. Yeah. Skid and scat. Like you want to fight in skid, you want to fight in scat, this is you spit at somebody and then right. you're going to have a fight on your hands. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Hit it with the baseball bat. Jesus. Nothing. Lifeless. Give me something. Yeah. So now I almost feel bad and I go, you know, what is the ultimate sacrifice would be a toe. Uh, yeah, that's that's up there. You know, luckily from all the stuff I was doing in the phone company, putting up the wires and solderizing and stuff, I had to, the, the correct cauterizing equipment sure to you get were, the job done yeah you were good to go right and i got some some gas from my dentist yeah okay. who was nice enough to help me out those were the days huh and he was banging the girl with the bob the girl okay yeah. so this is all oh so boy. now i'm like a little whatever but fine do what you have to you know do what you do. sure it's, but it's a little suspect i go mm-hmm there's a little, nah, I don't even know if it's a flag, but there's a tissue. Right. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I okay. understand what you're but saying. But it gives yeah. me the gas, and I do it. I, I get the job done. You know, I don't want to say it, it was uh, a, a pleasant experience. I. That's very, that's got to be difficult to do. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I was almost pleasantly surprised. That you enjoyed it? Or that- I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but how like, it was less painful than I was revving up for. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's because I've had my heart broken so many times. Yeah. What's a toe at this point when your heart is ripped to shreds? <laughs> something to think about. Something to ponder. It is something to ponder. What's a toe? Yeah. What's a toe? Uh, give it to him. Nothing. Phil, come on. Come on. Nothing. 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 So I plant 
the toe in the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's got to absorb it through the roots. I don't know. Yeah, I don't read the books. Sure how, I don't read the books. I know a little bit about photosynthesis, but that's like, I don't know how plants eat. I don't yeah. see what taking my picture has to do with any of this, but fair it's, enough. Yeah. Oh, At any rate, planting and I'm looking, I'm looking, and then it starts to, you know, smell. And I go, there's some action. Yeah, yeah. The it's a smelly foot. We're going. We're rocking here. We're moving. Let's okay. get me on a show because this Seymour guy is on Dinosaur. He's on yeah. Griffin. He's doing the radio. Look at my plant. Look at my plant. And for lack of a better term, you're kind of sick of being a nobody, right? You want to be up. You want to have your face in lights, right? Yeah, I also spent three dollars on a plant. Yeah, that costs sort of... me. My girlfriend. I'm here erecting poles, <laughs> not my own. May I add? I like that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I could be uh, right for, you know, a little newspaper in the corners. They have humorous things. Yeah. Give me a little piece of the pie. And you're a nice guy. I'd like to see you out there doing more stuff like that. I'm an affable guy. I love you. I think you know, you're great. I'm a warm guy. Yeah. Just give me a little give me a little corner of the sandbox. <laughs> sure. You're not asking for the whole thing. No, I don't have to go on the monkey bars, go down the slide, like, see more, look at me with the plants. Right. Give me a little, let me build a castle. And that's kind of annoying, too, that he's so upfront with it. Like, oh, I, like all this he, attention. He didn't do anything. What does he do? Does yeah. he tap? Does yeah. he sing? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. You, you work for the phone company. That's I mean, I, Yes, I contribute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Hello, ring, ring. That's me. There is no phone call without you. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm not really in charge. Well, I, I but would... I do. But I do. Yeah. The you, other guys point. Yeah. They say this way, that this. way. I do. If I say I'm off, they're not getting any polls. Out, right. You know what yeah. I mean? So then, all of a sudden, next thing I know, uh, I go to the dentist because you know I wanted to say, "Hey, thanks for the gas." Sure. You know, floss me up or whatever they do nowadays. <laughs> stick a thing in my mouth. Stick your nose in my mouth and tell me everything's okay. Yeah. And uh, he's passed away. Oh, no. And I go, well, that's interesting. Yeah. What happened there? Uh, so now I, I got to get a new dentist. Reception said to me, you know, I think it has something to do with that girl and maybe that guy with that plant. So he's got you there, too. I, well, yes. He's this... got me, as, as my father would say, they got me in every hole. This, yeah, you know this what I Seymour mean? guy's got you in every hole. In every hole. <laughs> Every hole. So now, there's, my dentist is gone, okay? I had to move to a new neighborhood. I'm out of Philomena's. I'm stuck with the uh, Phil. Yeah. And one less toe. Boy, Louis, I, do you ever just kind of wish maybe you didn't go into that plant store? Well, I'll tell you what the problem is. And I heard rumblings, scat row. Okay. Rumblings. Is that this plant thing is, is not a real, it's not a real plant. Really? I honestly think I was set up by some sort of underground plant organization uh-huh. that wanted to take over show business. And they used you as the sacrificial lamb? I would say so. And they put this Seymour guy. Yeah. He's on all the shows. And they're often dentists. I'll tell you what yeah. happened. The dentist probably wanted a show and they got rid of him. That's a real kick in the pants, man. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and it's hard to kick someone in the pants when you're missing one of your toes. Yeah, I mean, you the way I. How do oh you wait, walk? wait, it's a I'm, kick in my pants. Yeah, am I kicking? Well, no, you're it, kicking my pants. No, I'm not. They're kicking your pants, and I'm. And I'm wearing them. Or you're they wearing hung the up? pants. They're no, hung no, no. up. They're on. Okay. 
but then they're kicking you. To be fair, even if my pants were hanging up in my closet and you kicked them, I would be mad. Yeah, so pants aren't cheap. I don't have to have them on. Yeah. No, they're not cheap. And I tell you what else is not cheap. A $3 plant that ruined my life. It did. It really yeah. cost you And a it's lot. probably some sort of underground show business conspiracy <laughs> to keep the people on top, on top, yeah. and me without a love and without a toe. That, man. And there's no way to prove that you're that you're not wrong. I mean, that's I, I believe you. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they get you. So what's your love like now? Love life, love life like now. Are you are you with anybody? Or are you are you still trying to figure some things out? Or is that I, too uh, personal? I don't want to be. Rude. No, 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 no. I'm. Uh, I go to the park sometimes, yeah. and I found through Phil and the face and Phil. When you don't have a love and you're spending time with a plant, you kind of seek comfort in the faces that are in plants. Yeah. So now I go to the park. And I'd say 20 minutes a day, 40 minutes a day, I spend time talking to the plants. And to me, that seems to be, you find one with the, a good face. You know, someone yeah. who looks like perhaps I saw an oak tree that kind of looked like Tuesday Weld, you know, or you uh -huh. get a begonia that looks like Olivia de Havilland. Sure. And that's where I seek my romantic fulfillment. I mean, it's not a sex thing. It's not a weird sex thing. There's not no judgment. off my pants. No, there's no judgment. But romantically, yes. So romantically, you're involved with, with yeah, plants. But not in a weird sex way. No, it's in not In a romantic, right. uh, like an intellectual way. Well, yeah, I think there's more to romance than just sex. You know, you, yeah. it's about having a relationship with somebody. and you know, Yeah, but it's not sex. Moments. There's no sex at all. I'm not doing anything weird with the plants. I'm just talking. I'm just romantically talking to them. Okay. So. Okay. And they're happy. Yeah. They're growing. They're, you know, flourishing. Uh-huh. And, um, you know. I bear this. That's the burden I bear. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad you came by. Good. Uh, I I wish you nothing but the best, man. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm really glad you found some peace in all this. Thank you. Uh, listen, I don't uh, I mean to be too forward. Sure. But I did see some some bulbs out on your porch that I'm interested in. <laughs> you know what? Have at it, man. Thank you. I'll leave you alone for a little bit. You go out there, you you yeah, you see what's what. I really appreciate it. Of course. Well, thanks for coming by, Lewis. No problem. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself and Nate DeFort, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case, and additional music was composed by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Lewis was played by RJ Skinner, or as you might know him, RJ City. If you want to know more about RJ, he strongly encourages you to Google him. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash mynaborsaredead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review My Neighbors Are Dead on iTunes, please take a second and do so. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by and share your favorite episodes. If you want to join in weekly discussions about the movies covered on our episodes, you can join us on our Facebook group, The Neighbors Movie Society. Big thanks to this week's sponsor, Shudder. If you want one free month of Shudder to meet all your horror streaming needs, use the promo code NEIGHBORS at Shudder.com. Once again, that's promo code NEIGHBORS at Shudder.com. Stick around after the credits to hear more about one of our favorite shows.
McAllister. I'm six, and I host a podcast called CadaverCast. And what we do on our podcast is we talk about horror movies, and you'll know it because we do a lot of monster movies. And you'll hear the excitement because we are excited. (laughs) And I'm in this exciting adventure with my dad. Hi, I'm his dad. I'm the sidekick. And we together are Cadabracast. A father-son monster movie podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Look for us on whatever your podcast listening app of choice is. Listen and laugh and maybe get spooked. Oh,